Finance with Evan Lucas. Are going to ever be a big breakfast man? I don't think so. I don't think he's got time. Ev, good morning. Morning, guys. No, I'm not a big breakfast man. I might, if I'm very, very lucky, have avocado out of an avocado sort of skin, but that's about it. That's it. What on a bit of toast? Yes, if I'm if I'm that organised, but normally no. I'm actually even worse than that. I sort of cut it up into squares and just scoop it out with a spoon. Yeah. Right, okay. That's yeah. actually really nice. Very, I like that. Really? Mm. Uh, now, the gender pay gap has been a topic that's been discussed over the last 24 hours. Much to see here? Uh, yes, I think it's probably the answer. I know I've sort of answered that sort of half-heartedly, but the report is officially out today from, from Uyghur, so the the new uh, sort of entity that's been set up by the federal government to adjust the gender pay gap. As you'd expect, it exists. We know it does. It is slightly lower than last time. It's now at 19% across the whole thing. But the divide very much comes down to which industry you work in, how you work and when you work. And it also comes down to bonuses. And I think that's the one I'm really going to address is that if you look at the bonus differential between men and women, the pay gap can blow out to as bad as 70% difference between, yes, exactly. Uh, And particularly in areas like finance. So for instance, Morgan Stanley, the big US investment bank, its base salary gap is 25.1% between men and women. But once you put their bonuses in, it blows out to 48.2%. The national average is nowhere near that. As I said, it's 19. But it just shows you that it still exists, and what they're highlighting is that women, unfortunately, still are more likely than not to end up doing home care. Therefore, they're working a little bit less. Therefore, they're not allowed to, or able to earn the same sort of bonuses, and that's where those blowouts really happen. Okay, that's uh, an interesting way of looking at it. Uh, Woodside have had a pretty average 12 months, and their profit figure down this morning. Yeah, and so it just continues on with that 12 months of averageness. So their overall net profit dropped 37% from last year, but bottom line earnings were down 74%. As we know, they took massive write-downs in their oil and gas ventures in the US and in Western Australia. If you look at it, it's actually quite a lot of the old BHP assets that have hurt them quite significantly. You then also have had the big, big fall in oil prices from this time last year to now. So Woodside is, unfortunately, as you said, last 12 months have been pretty hard and today's results really basically crystallised that. Mm, All the activists will be happy. Uh, Now, what about the markets today? Mm. So we are pointing down 0.2 of 1%. US also finished down last night, so that's probably going to drag on us, Carl. But it's a weird time now. We're entering into dividend period where we actually get the dividend. There's not a huge amount of information. So markets tend to drift in March and April. Keep an eye on it. All right. Good on you. And we'll do it again tomorrow, Ev. Have a good day.